There are no such things as limits or obstacles, only opportunities. Step into the greatest version of yourself because what you do matters. Shift your narrative. You're listening to Opportunity Makers, where entrepreneurs come to take their purpose-driven business to the next level. Here's your host, Jim Padilla. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Opportunity Makers. And um, I, I want to take a minute here to, to go a different direction. We're going to make a little pivot. Uh, we're going to spend a little bit of time here just talking about having some, some thoughts from an Opportunity Makers perspective as we approach the end of the year and as we're moving into the next year. And for those who've been Following along our sales team ready podcast, this is not duplicate content. This is a different perspective. That is all about sales and scaling. This is about creating opportunities as an exponential elevated leader and service provider and opportunity maker. Someone who's a game changer. There's certain things we want to be thinking about as we're moving into the next year, as you're aligning your business and your network um, and the opportunities that you are taking advantage of and creating for others that there's some thought processes that we want to be addressing. There's just things that we want to be cleaning up, buttoning up, preparing for moving in. So I'm going to share what I see and what I have gained. And based on, you know, being a very blessed entrepreneur, service provider, somebody who's done some things at some elevated scale and been around an awful lot of people who are doing things at a tremendous pace and a tremendous scale, doing things that are changing the world of scale. And so just giving you my summations of, of what that all will do. And so you can take, you can have some good takeaways, some great, some great nuggets here, uh, some insights, some things to think about, hopefully some different, some ways to think differently. And uh, so uh, all of everything up to this point is aside from the first couple of episodes for the opportunity makers has been uh, interviews. And again, I, I love to do the interviews because I, I, I like to feature so many amazing people and have been blessed. You know, the Opportunity Makers podcast is centered and focused around people that are scaling, people that are exiting companies, people that are acquiring companies, uh, people that are going public, uh, people that have had some exponential opportunities. And the main focus has been so that we can bring you some, some hope, some encouragement, know that whatever's going on in the world in Washington, in the Middle East, uh, in, in Ukraine, whatever else, you know, as we are approaching the end of 2023 and all the wars and all of the chaos and the craziness and the inflation and, uh, you know, the good, bad, and the ugly, what's happening in the world, this stuff is really affecting the marketplace and the economy. And it's, it, it impacts how a lot of people think. And we just come across so many people that are doing everything you can to circle the wagons and protect that we're not leaning in to take advantage of all of the opportunity that exists when you are in a sea of challenges and problems and hurdles and obstacles. When the people who are winning, the people who take advantage of life, the people who seize the moments are the people who see all of this as opportunity. They see those as dots to be connected, to be able to pull into great things that can occur and um, so those are the, those are the interviews that you know that we bring in. I don't, I don't want to replicate my you know repeat myself too much on all this stuff. But, you know those interviews are important, and I'm going to continue to bring them. Uh, I have so many amazing people that uh, have had have been very blessed financially and strategically in so many ways. I'm going to continue to bring them to you so that you can see just so many different ways to be able to think 
bigger, differently, more expansive, uh, and be able to, you know, narrow the focus uh, and increase the the outcomes uh, for all you're able to do. And that will continue to be a theme. But what I'm going to do also is insert more, um, more solo episodes, more my thoughts for what is going on, because that is some of the feedback that we're getting. We get people who, who reach out and say, hey, Jim, this is great. I love the interviews, but we don't want to hear where you and your thoughts about these things. And so I do appreciate that, that we're getting the feedback and the comments say, hey, I would love to hear about this and to hear what you think about this. And so make sure that you're always doing that. Please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe uh, as, as we're here, because the more you do, the more it gets favored and the more it gets put in front of the right people. And, and then, uh, you know, the opportunity is just even better. Um, and uh, and I would love to, if you're appreciating what we're sharing, then I would love to get more of it out to you. And if there's anything specific that you want to hear, a specific challenge that you want to address, um, and then let me know and we'll, we will address it or we will bring an expert in who will, who can, who, who can have a great interview around it. Um, but right now for these next couple of episodes, what we're going to do is as we're transitioning through the end of 2023 and into 2024. So no matter where you're listening to this, think about period change, not just, not just year change. We could be going from one quarter to the next one month to the next one season to the next, uh, one event to the next, um, or, end of 2024 going into 2025. It doesn't matter wherever it is. Um, as you move through transitions, these are some of the things that I want you to be, that I want to encourage you to be thinking about from an opportunity maker's perspective, somebody who's moving and shaking. It's not so much transaction focused, right? In the Sales Team Ready podcast, we talk a lot about, about strategies and processes and systems and ways to, you know, to scale your company, to grow and make increased transactions and, and get more leverage out of what are you doing. From the opportunity maker's perspective is it's, you know, the difference with, with the sales team ready podcast is, is, or the sales team ready perspective and approach is how are we getting you ready to grow your company? How are we getting your company ready to make more sales and serve more people? Whereas from the opportunity maker's perspective, the company is really the product. So how are you, how are you leaning in and leveraging your business as the mechanism to solve a problem? Is your business part of something bigger? Is Are there other companies that fit and acquire into your business that, you know, are you, do you, is there a portfolio opportunity? Is there a network of businesses that you're putting together? Uh, are there things, so, so basically looking at instead of, you know, there's in the business, on the business and above the business and uh, Roland Frazier, uh, the first place I heard that. Uh, and in the business is when you are creating the transactions on the business is your uh, how are you dialing in the business to be able to do the transactions? And above the business is how is your business the transaction? And how are you acquiring businesses to support what you're doing? How are you acquiring new revenue streams? How are you building new uh, partnerships and strategic alliances that help grow your business, that help that add value to the business and to the opportunity to, the, to, uh, to make your business more valuable and viable and viable? as a result, because you now have other things that can plug and play in. So um, that's what a lot of, that's, that's really the difference in the flavor between the two. I've had people ask me, you know, what is, they're both about exponential thinking, exponential growth, but that's really the big difference is instead of growing the business, how are you using the business to grow your mission, your vision, your network, your empire? Okay. So we're going to talk a little bit in these next couple of episodes about, you know, what are the trends, right? Here's some things that you want to be thinking about, right? What are the trends that you're seeing in the marketplace for your business or similar businesses? What are you seeing in form of uh, a, a technology? What's happening in the scalability landscape? How do, how are businesses put together so that they can 
snap together more fu- more functionally, right? That it happens so much more frequently now that people are starting to design a business that is that is ready made to have somebody else's business bolt in, bolt on. It's uh, you know as an opportunity maker, many times we think about mergers and acquisitions in terms of acquiring our constraints, acquiring uh, the the things the, the the businesses out there that can if somebody rather than spending time effort energy to create a solution to a problem, what if you just acquire it, right? And you're acquiring. And I know this is, you know, this is the, the conversation that you're already having, or at least be thinking about. But as you scale, instead of just what is your company doing? What are the, what are, what is the opportunity for your network of companies, your partnership network? You know, where are the investors and the buyers and the people who could plug into what you're doing? And uh, and, and make that go. So the the thing is that we want to address here in the next uh, in, in this episode, specifically in the next couple episodes, is what are the things to be thinking about as you're making those decisions, right? So it's not just how do I continue to grow, but how do I effectively change so that I'm moving closer towards my greater impacts, right? What are the things that I want to accomplish? And is my portfolio of business, is my network of business already structured just to to uh, to Feed that, or is is what's happening inside of my network of businesses, inside of my companies, um, is it all? Is it at a place where, because it's uh, I'm putting so much focus on that, it's really keeping me from being able to drive to my next level of growth? Is there something here? Is am I should I now be looking at getting about selling or piecemealing uh, my my uh, my portfolio, my 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 companies, right? Because a lot of times we think just acquire, acquire, acquire. And I know I've been caught up in this that perspective. It's exciting at times to be like, hey, I'm building an empire here, and let me keep continuing to grow and grab all these opportunities. And as we spent uh, in the last couple of years, to, you know, dividing up our company into divisions and those divisions into entities and then partnering with other people. So where there's other people fulfilling on our products and services and solutions that. Um, it's easy to get caught up in though. Then all of a sudden that becomes the business that you're running instead of really looking at, you know, maybe it's just time to let go of some of those things, maybe selling them off uh, or just, you know, or, or just no longer running them. They're, you know, separating from a partnership, uh, et cetera. It's like, where are you going and what is, what are the things that are going to cause drag for you? Right. So a uh, super quick reminder for you, for those who don't know, gain the edge, you know, it's our company. I'm Jim Padilla, my wife, Cindy, and, we spend our time uh, scaling companies. You know, as, as a transactional company, people hire us to provide sales teams, and then to come in and plug and play as a sales team or provide sales people for um, for campaigns, events, challenges, launches, and projects. Um, and uh, and then in, in so doing, we also create strategies, systems, processes, offers, anything related to scaling the company, making sure that revenue is happening every day, sales are happening consistently. And, uh, and so what we, and then we've been, you know, building a network of, of solutions and and companies that are supporting the service-based entrepreneur in the scaling journey so that we can bring partners in to be able to solve those problems. So we want to be a one-stop shop. And uh, really leaning into, you know, where, you know, where are the mergers and acquisitions opportunities that are coming and where are, um, you know, where are the portfolio opportunities? Um, where, where, where is it so that we can be providing greater solutions for people who are really doing things at a big, bigger level, people who are thinking exponentially, people who are changing the world at scale. And 
helping other people see that it's not so hard. It is not so far away. And, and you know, here, here's the one thing that, that I do want to make sure you, you are seeing as well is that, you know, the people that I'm bringing to you, they're all awesome. Every single person in these interviews that we've brought and are going to bring, there's many more that are in the can that are ready to come out uh, as we move into next year. But I'm not discounting anybody's brilliance here. There's a lot of really smart, amazing people. But more than anything, they're driven and they're goal-focused and their visions are clear and know what they want. They know who they are. They know who they're wanting to become and they're laser-focused on it. So they're really good at saying no. They're really good at pairing the right opportunities and seeing, is this going to help me you know, exponentially grow towards that vision because the more success you have, the more opportunities that come. It's just the way it works. Like, you know, I am a magnet for opportunities. I, the more things that we do well, the more the opportunities that show up. And, uh, you know, I find that the greatest decision-making you have is not how you put the right strategy in place, but how do you know what to say no to, right? How do you know what to push away? How do you know what to delay and put on the shelf? So maybe it's not a no, it's just a not right now, but it might fit later down the road. Right. And then who else comes into play to make these things happen? So some of the questions you want to be looking at is, you know, what are the trends that you're seeing in the industry that you're in um, or in, in which industries that you are supporting? And what are you expecting to happen as a result of those trends? Right. Here's here's a here's a questioning format that I use for a lot of things. And whenever we see something uh, bump in the road or an obstacle or something that's not working. And so what how, what are we seeing? What are we doing about it? And what do we expect the outcome to be after we do the thing about it, right? So what are we seeing? What are we What are we doing about it? And what do we expect to be the new result or outcome after we do, after we make the change? And um, so that way you can constantly be evaluating everything that's happening. Is this working the way we want it to? What are we seeing? What do we expect to have? Here's a change that we see that we were, we we're going to put into play. And here's the effect of that change that we anticipate happening. And then everything else is starting to build in that direction. So start looking at that for yourself. What 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 trends, what limitations are starting to occur? What things are no longer going to be in play because AI has shifted technology? You know, something we think about a lot is, you know, because of uh, AI and, and, and we have colleagues and, and, uh, and friends that are building um, of so many um, AI solutions in the sales and appointment setting uh, and call center environment. And so, you know, how much, uh, how much effort, energy and resources do we want to be putting into optimizing our call centers um, and our outbound uh, um, strategies and technologies, or do we, where do we acquire and or partner with companies that are already starting to do that? So then we can, plug and play is like, where does the technology end and the humanity begin, right? So that you're always want to be looking at that because the, the technology, here's my, my, my take on it in every conversation that I've had is the technology is not here to replace humanity. It is here to enhance humanity. And for some people, it will replace them. And for some industries, it'll be replaced, but there's always a way to see around the corners, the more thought process you put into what is it going to, what, what is it going to eliminate? And so by and so eliminating, what is it going to create? Right? I have not seen any scenario where something that that one problem gets solved that doesn't create a new problem. Every solution comes inherent with it, more problems at a higher level. And so the more you can be forward thinking about that, the, the more questions you can ask and the more seating you can put in place. So you can start seeing um, here's what's going to be necessary. And here's how I can play into that. 
Um, here's how I acquire it. Here's how I partner with it. Here's how I move through it. Um, and, you know, or is it something you're going to sit out? And if you're going to sit out, then, you know, have you thought through what that looks like? Sitting it out means not being able to take advantage of the opportunity, or it means you know that there's something coming around the corner that will be a culmination of these activities and you want to plug into that. Um, there's, there's a lot. So I, you know, like I'm not a technology guy, I'm smart, uh, you know, and I understand I'm a power user, but I'm not a programmer. I don't program stuff. I don't write code. I don't create technology, but I find the ways to be able to be useful and valuable and relevant and be able to tap into those technologies to be able to build further our companies, our solutions, and our partners. And I'm really good at being able to partner with people who are those people so that I am valuable to them and have an added resource and a solution. Um, and want you to consistently be thinking about that. Don't just think this isn't for me. Think how can it be for me? What, what is necessary? How do I become an ally to this solution? Right. Um, what's going on in the pol in the in the political arena? Right. What's going on in the political arena and in the economy and in your industry? Just keep, you know, be answering, answering those questions, be thinking about that uh, as we're moving through this. What, what is going on in Washington or at the capital of your state or uh, at the city hall uh, of your city? There's decisions being made at all three of those levels that are affecting you and your business, your economy, how you acquire, how you, you know, with everything from capital gains tax to how you acquire, how you uh, recruit and to how you recruit and retain people, to how you pay them, to what kind of, you know, everything is moving in the, in regulations on a regular basis. And uh, something that uh, we're, uh, I want to uh, plant a seed for you to be thinking about is what are the, what, who are the political and media um, alignments that could be carrying your flag, right? What, what politician is, all for your industry is all for entrepreneurship is all for the people that you serve that you can then get them onto your shows, get them on your podcast, get them into your media environment. What media personalities speak to or promote the things you do? Are there business journalists? Are there industry specific industry related um, media personnel that are, that are on your side that are waving your flag that would love to be able to write more about what you're doing and how are you aligning with them as partners so that you can then bring content to them and through them so that when you're ready to, uh, you know, when you are doing a PR campaign, these people are already on your side, already in your camp, already waving your flag. Right. So you want to think about that. What's going to happen in 2024? Start aligning, start planning those allies and those alignments now so that you're poised and ready for whatever acquisitions um, or launches, product launches and, and knowledge bases that you're going to be putting out um, in the coming year. So don't wait till then to start scrambling for what PR is, uh, for what PR is, is out there and available and necessary. Start thinking about right now who those people are and start getting them in your camp and start working through those alliances. And you'd be stunned at how many people well, well, did you can bend your ear again, especially whether you just go to the local city hall or your your governor's uh, uh, capital, you know, in your state or at the White House? There are a lot of people who they just need a clear vision. They need to be clearly shown and told what's at stake if they have this this particular solution 
bending in their direction and what does it mean to their communities that they support and the voters in their, their those communities uh, and the tax base in those communities, the revenue, um, what, are, what are those things? It's your job as the entrepreneur. It's your job as the opportunity maker, as the person who is the gatekeeper, the vision caster for the for the mission that you are a part of. It's your job and solely yours to ensure that the message is being carried out that is being put in front of the right people, that is being received the right way, uh, and that is clear that uh, what you bring to it so they know why they want to align, align themselves with you and in your camp, right? So um, I, I would love to have a conversation with you and whenever you, whatever thoughts you're having about this, anything you're thinking about in the exponential uh, stage, you're looking about acquiring anything here. You're looking for some exponential opportunities that can really uh, materialize for you in this next year. I'd love to brainstorm around any of that with you and get you on the podcast and we'll talk about it, right? But here's a couple of things we're going to talk about in the next couple of episodes that come up here um, uh, as we're moving through um, the end of the year and end of the period into the next one uh, is going to be, we're going to talk about scalability, right? What what are the things that you, what, what, what are the things that are going to be easier to scale than they have been? Um, innovation, right? What are the pieces of, what are the things that you're going to be innovating versus not just technology, but in strategies and systems and processes? There's a lot of change that's coming through, come, that's on the horizon as we move into 2024. Um, market penetration, where are you increasing your presence and in the market? Where are you able to penetrate greater because of the technology, because of the way your network, your business, your businesses are aligned? Um, and then talent acquisition and development. What kind of talent is available right now that hasn't been? What kind of talent is not a good idea uh, to be moving with? And what do you need to be doing to be to to be thinking about um, having that be a, a ready-made solution for you? Um, and then, of course, capital investment. Where are your capital resources? Who are the people that are ready to buy into what you're doing? And where are the places that you need to be thinking about um, be, being ready to be able to invest in solutions uh, and opportunities as they occur? Um, so, and then you know, the last couple of pieces that what that are that are planned to talk about um, as of this moment is you know customer focus, right? What is the customer? What is the customer base that you're that you best serve? Not just from company 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 to company perspective, but um, the way that we determine uh, an, an ideal buyer, or what we call a qualified booked appointment in in a lot of our world is like how do we how do you find the buying network the buyers? that the buy the networks of buyers excuse me that are designed to buy all of the things you sell in all of your companies right so if you're structuring your business networks that way your portfolio companies that way uh which again i know i'm preaching to the choir a lot of you are already thinking this way but it's not just acquiring those businesses what are you doing to acquire businesses that can put people on a conveyor belt of solutions right they move from one to the next and there's so much cross pollination within those companies that it just makes sense for people to be served and supported in your world and then once they do they recognize your brand your feel your flavor and they decide that they just want to park here and camp here and get their solutions met with you sitting at the table with you, sitting inside of your network and saying, oh, I've got this and I've got this and I've got this. I can get all the things that I want done. And there's some great examples of that. I'm going to share a couple uh, in, in the next episode um, that, that we're doing. But you know, again, I know you're already thinking about a lot of this stuff. I just want to see what I can do to help shake some things up and, 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 uh, and, and plant some, some different thoughts in your mind.
right? So um, the next is, uh, of course, you know, again, operational efficiency. Um, you know, what streamlined processes do we need to be putting in place? What things, you know, I, I have seen a trend in people, uh, in companies that are optimizing things that maybe should just be eliminating, right? Why are we optimizing things that at, that right now are just extra steps, extra cost, uh, ex extra, uh, it, just extra resource, simply because that's how we've always been doing it. Um, and and I think there's big opportunities to be gained um, for people who are who can build solutions that become the glue between your, between multiple companies. Like I said, where can you where do you build an opportunity that has an open so like Legos? If you're building an opportunity that has a place for somebody else to literally plug their business right into yours, and then it, or something that you can acquire and plug in. Right away, there's so much more of that than I'm starting to see uh, on the landscape, and um, uh, you know, uh, those are open discussions that I want to share. A lot of this is just brainstorming and, and brainstorming with you, and other things I'm sharing specific examples of what I'm seeing, and I'd love to see hear what you're seeing as well, right? And then, of course, risk management. You know, we got to be thinking about risk management consistently uh, as we're moving forward because everybody's got different tolerance, of course, of risk for risk, and then we got to be thinking about what is, what is, um, you know, what do we do? What can we do to mitigate? the the um the downside right uh of, of all the things that we're doing because there's so many good opportunities out there and uh i do find that the people who are able to take advantage of the of the opportunities that show while mitigating the risk are the people who are going to um who are, who are going to win and it doesn't mean mitigating all the risk it means mitigating the immediate risk that that will keep buy you some time and help you see around some corners until you can start getting the actual growth in the and um, the readiness that you are seeing in the other areas so that you can continue to mitigate risk. Um, you know, and right now I think we've had a, a high enough, high, higher risk tolerance than has ever been um, experienced in the business world before because things change so fast. So there's things where you maybe would not invest in a company or take on an opportunity because a decade from now might not, might not be the right thing. Whereas right now, uh, you know, it, Maybe you maybe you acquire something for the short term, right? Maybe you have a short term acquisition strategy that will get you through the next season, while you're building something different or working to acquire a more longer term solution. So it's just a, man, I get so excited about it because there's so much opportunity, there's so many things going on, um, and every conversation I have with other powerful business leaders and people that are just changing the world, like kicking ass and taking names, it's just I'm stunned and amazed at all of the ideas and all of the opportunities that just keep coming. And uh, more than anything, if nothing else happens here besides you getting excited about the possibilities, just know that these are not for the big guys. This is how you become the big guys, right? You can acquire your way to exponential growth. You don't have to get there and then start buying companies. Um, there's a lot of ways to look at how can you have, how can you have pieces of other companies? How can you have a powerful solution that isn't just reliant upon the things you do inside of your business to be able to feed you, right? How many things, how many ways can you be diverse and powerful and of huge service in demand and humble and desirable and, and solve problem solving, man? Just there, there's, there's so every one of you is a great, great person with a great opportunity. There's nothing, no matter where you are sitting, if you're within earshot or watching this podcast, there are opportunities. All you got to do is reach out and touch one. And hopefully we'll give you some more inspiration to do so and 
uh, between you know these these uh, with with these couple of episodes that we're going to be rolling into. Um, what things should you be thinking about? What things can be doing to be looking around corners um, so that you can set yourself up uh, to be able to win in a down market, in an interesting economy where there's a lot of fear, uh, a lot of speculation and, excuse me, and set yourself up to win. And uh, we're we're happy and honored to be part of that journey with you. Um, you know, so make sure you check out the show notes. There's some some resources and uh, ways to connect with me. There's also, again, more information about our Sales Team Ready podcast and other ventures that we have coming up. Um, but uh, more than anything, I thank you for for being here along with us on this ride. Thanks for being part of our, our allowing us to be part of your success team. Um, and you know, I just I'm I'm really humbled by of all the opportunity that exists and for what is possible for you. So go out and make a big difference, make a lot of money, change a lot of lives, and let's go make them things happen. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Opportunity Makers. If you've heard something that connected with you, please share this episode with a friend or colleague. And don't forget to go to Apple to leave a review. Head on over to GainTheEdgeNow.com to connect with Jim and his team. And remember, there's no such thing as limits or obstacles, only opportunities.